Hey, Chad Rick Eisman on July 25th, 2021. Welcome to the show. If you're just looking at my BitChute channel, I have a channel, I have a uh, profile on BitChute.com, and I was looking at some of the old music videos that I shot, live music videos. Unfortunately, a lot of them are not loading anymore, so I'm not able to even watch them or listen to them like I want to. And a lot of the content that I uploaded during the time was directly uploaded to BitChute and not YouTube or other places. So it's kind of, if it doesn't load on BitChute, it's kind of lost forever in my documentation world. Hopefully in the future at some point, some of it will be available to all of you to be able to listen to. If somehow, some way, someone can figure out a way to fix this problem. Um... You know, one of the one of the main things that got me looking at it was that I was searching for Brandon Messon music videos that I had done with him, and the reason being that me and him we shot a few different things that were really good, uh, and and they just didn't come up when I was trying to load them. So, Rumble.com is kind of my new video at platform at the moment in terms of alternatives to that choice although rumble rumble rumble.com is not necessarily alternative it's kind of like a, it's kind of like i wouldn't place it i would not place it silicon valley or free speech i would place it in, in in between middle kind of place where it's not so much free speech and it's not so much not free speech it's just kind of in the middle where area where more so, it has definitely more free speech than YouTube and more so than a lot of the Silicon Valley apps that we know of, such as, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snap, all the, all the other places that we know of, every place, Apple, Google. Um, so, you know, we got, we got right-wing news media, AONs using Rumble now, we have... A lot of channels that are able to share what Trump is saying live on Rumble.com, where you're not able to hear about what he's saying on the news or on most of social media that's owned by Silicon Valley these days, because they've banned him and they've they've censored all of the things, all things Trump, all things truth in many ways, including a lot of vaccine information, which is. Unfortunately, a lot of what's coming out lately more than anything is that people have been getting uh, hurt and uh, getting getting all kinds of these problems from the vaccines in terms of I've, I've known personally, I've personally met people in my life and I've only I only know so many people, you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a small guy in a, sm in a big world and I've met, met people who have taken this experimental trial vaccine uh, whether whether it be Moderna or Pfizer being the two main ones, among others uh, that came out that are no longer the, the main ones in Pennsylvania that are used are Moderna and Pfizer, and I've met people who have taken those, both men and women, and it's it's ridiculous that I met I met these people, and well, it's people that I know that have taken it, and from the small amount of people that I know. They've had problems with it. They've had medical issues with it, and it's ridiculous. Like, you know, if you're thinking about the numbers, if you're thinking about the percentages of people that have gotten uh, gotten problems from it, it's like, how is it that that I've I, that the people that I know, which, you know, I'm a conservative, and 
most of the people I know have not taken it. it most of the people that I connect with and speak to on a regular basis in person have not taken any vaccine at all. But the few people that I have met and have actually come out and talking to me because they feel comfortable around me to tell me this these truths. And uh, the one girl that I met, I'm not going to say their names, but this one girl was telling me how she lost her period after she took it. And this other guy, he's been consistently having problems with his mental ability where he cannot remember things. And he's also been uh, sleeping nonstop. He hasn't, been able to, he hasn't been able to stay awake. So just in this world, this big world, I know a small amount of people and and the people that I know that have taken it have had problems with it. And it's ridiculous that I sh- that if, if such a big percentage of people that I know have, have problems with having taken it, that out of this majority of people that have taken it, I can just imagine the, the problems that are out there. It's ridiculous that I've met these people that have had these problems already, which is why I'm not taking it, and which is why I don't recommend anybody else take these experimental trials. You know, the FDA hasn't approved them. Uh, there's a 99.999% chance that you're going to live through it if you're under the ages. It doesn't even matter the ages so much. It's like, you're just going to be good if you just don't take the vaccine. You're not going to die from this stupid, fake... I mean, I agree, yes, that the that the virus was real and that it existed and that people have died from it and that there have been probably a, f- a few million people on earth on the planet of earth that I live on that have died from it compared to comparable to any other virus that has ever existed in this on this earth in terms of in terms of like flu I would compare it to no nothing more than it might be a little bit worse than the flu but it's still nothing nothing to be concerned about in my opinion in terms of I've, I've, out of all the people that I've met, nobody, you know, this whole mask thing was a fraud. These masks, masks don't do shit. And people who wear masks, they got it. And they, people who, who got the vax, who got the experimental trial are still getting it. So it's just like, there's really no point in taking that experimental trial unless you want to be a lab rat, in my opinion. So don't do it. Just don't take that experimental trial vaccine if you have not already taken it. If you have taken it and you're doing fine, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to say other than uh, good luck for your future because the long-term effects may have not kicked in yet, although the short-term effects you've bypassed, if you're listening to this, you're still alive and you're still doing good, so I'm thankful that you're still here and I'm thankful that it hasn't cause any ill effects to you other hopefully uh, you know I'm I'm not saying that it does to everybody I'm just saying that from the small amount of people I know in this world that the and the small amount of people I know in this world to the small amount of people that I know have taken it have had problems with it and that's my case that I have with you to listen to as a person of interest being me but sharing this with you because some people are not, most people are not able to, well, most people, they don't share things like me. They don't make podcasts, so they don't talk about it out loud. I'm here to talk about it out loud for you so you can learn from me <coughs> as being, a, I'm just a somebody, maybe a nobody, but I hope that, you know, I'm sharing something. I'm just sharing facts on this that, that I know, and, and that's that the people that I know have gotten, that have taken it, have had problems with it. Not all of them. I've met people who have taken it and have had no problems with it. I've met and 
multiple people who have taken it who have had zero problems at all. So I will say that to be clear with you, but but from the percentages of people that I've met that have taken it, I'd say about 25% have actually had some kind of issue where they've had real medical conditions that are concerning to me in the short term, and this hasn't even been the long term yet. So what I'm saying is that it's a big risk that we don't need to take in terms of the fact that the virus doesn't kill more than less, more or less than 1% of much less than 1% of the population on Earth in general. So I'm saying don't take it if you haven't already is my kind of thing to say. And it's kind of upsetting to me, really upsetting, that the people who have taken it that I know are actually mostly college students in their ages of between, kind of around my age, between in their 20s, 30s, max, uh, mainly their 20s. And colleges are now kind of requiring it. If you're going to go to college, they require that you have been vaxxed with this experimental trial and that's the requirement so you don't really have a choice if you want to go to college you have to take it if you if you want to be in the classes classroom and you want to learn from uh, your learn from the far left institutions that I, I actually went to college myself I went for a marketing degree Westchester University, I graduated with a marketing bachelor's degree after having gone to community college, I, which I did really well in, so I was able to get to uh, any college that I chose. I was able to get to after my uh, community college. I was able to choose from a multitude of colleges accepted me, many that were much better than Westchester University. But the reason I chose Westchester University is because that it was uh, accredited for business it had the accreditation and also because it had a lot of things that I wanted social wise which is the main reason I went to college for me is for social reasons I wanted to uh, to to expand my social knowledge and and community and and learn how to communicate with people better and and really join a lot of as much as I could in college more than learnings in classes, which I did learn stuff in classes, I'm not going to lie, even though it was far left, some of the classes were actually communism and uh, socialism type jaunts. I would say my main goal in what I accomplished in college was joining clubs and joining different, uh, different, different communities. So I joined things such as rock climbing. I had a great rock wall at Westchester University. They have a really nice gym there that's provided to the students for free. If you go there, you can go to this gym and they have this rock wall in there and you're able to communicate and the, there's a community within that within the within the gym community and I really enjoyed that and I'm really looking forward to getting back into it. I kind of stopped for a while because you had you had to wear masks recently. You know, I, I I'm not talking about college anymore. I'm talking about rock climbing in general. Um, rock climbing gyms outside of college have required masks, so I stopped going to them because I don't want to wear a mask while I'm rock climbing, but I do plan to get back into it because it's something that I enjoy on a mental level and physical level. It's something that, that really gets me excited, and <clears throat> it's like an art in a way to me. You know, it's really complicated and complex to get through the through the puzzles of, of different climbs and different, uh, different, different rankings of levels of climbing. But that was one thing, reason in, in college that I was, that, that was one community I was in, and the other one was, that I was big into was uh, Ultimate Frisbee. And Ultimate Frisbee to me was, was great because I, 
the ultimate frisbee team at Westchester University was one of the best all in Pennsylvania. Actually, we we won so many. Our A team, we had an A team and a B team. I was mostly on the. I was always on the B team because the B. I was never an A player. I was never the best player. I was never a great player at Ultimate Frisbee. I really was in it for the community rather than the playing ability that I had. You know, I was in there um, to play to play because I enjoyed it, but I wasn't in there to to be like an, an A player, football player, or or a rugby player. You know, I was. Uh, these guys were tough. These guys were tough that were in the Ultimate Frisbee team A team. They knew how to play. They they jump for the they would jump for the frisbee and do things that I wouldn't do for it. You know they would go after that disc like nobody else. When when people when somebody threw that disc, they would they would throw their lives. They would risk their lives in a jokingly way. I'll say that like quote unquote in a jokingly way to get to get that disc. And I I, I wasn't the kind of guy that would do that. Um, which made me a B team player. I was more of like a relaxed and uh, you know I was in it for the, the I did get a lot of. Um, it was great for it was great for multiple reasons outside of just you know B team or A team you we all worked together everybody on the whole team worked together and we all we all were communicative among, uh, amongst each other and it was great for physical fitness and it really kept me away from doing things that I shouldn't have been doing a lot of people in college they would drink consistently I drink with my team we would have big parties and I drink more than anybody at these parties of ultimate frisbees uh, playing different games such as uh, beer pong and, and flip cup and tons of other games and it was so much fun being a part of the community because outside of these beer games and outside of these parties that we threw we were also staying fit in doing like three mile runs and and uh, just staying like sprinting and and the whole sport in general is much more than you would think of ultimate frisbee. You would think it's just this relaxed hippie game smoking weed. It's not that type of thing. It's actually just like soccer and uh, other sports where you have to really be physically fit to be able to play it. And especially if you're going to be on the Westchester team, whether it's A team or B team, because we t very much took it seriously. Um, in terms of playing ability and being being active and being being a strong team, we all kind of did the same things together, A team and B team, uh, regardless. <coughs> so, for those of you who are listening to me on in this podcast and were part of that, I, I'm not really connected to too many people who are a part of it anymore. I still am to a few, but not so much the whole team in general. It was a big team. But I would say they're about a hundred to a hundred plus yeah about a hundred players I would say a hundred a little under a hundred actually I'm over exaggerating a little under a hundred players on the team during the four year or during the three years that I was on the team because I actually spent three years at Westchester University to finish my degree I didn't finish it the two years after I did the two years of community college I took me three years so those are the things that I did, uh, did those are the two main things that I did to stay involved at, at Westchester, you know, I also was involved in the community college on a level. I tried to be involved throughout all of my college career during d career during community college. I was also a part of different marketing clubs, and I actually was as much involved as possible. There wasn't as much opportunity in community college to be involved. I wasn't able to get straight into Westchester University like a lot of my peers were in high school. Um, 
because my grades were never good, and I was always a poor student all throughout high school and college. I was a poor student, actually. It wasn't, you know, the whole... The whole, the whole, they'll pass you through college and they'll pass you through anything. You know, you can get through anything. It's all about money in college. You know, you can go to Harvard and get through with money, with the right amount of money. But as long as you pay your fees to uh, pay for your classes, you can get through them. As long as you uh, are paying for your classes and connecting with uh, the right group of people. You know, I've in in business school I was connected I tried to you know the classes I wasn't I wouldn't say I was connected to anybody specifically in my classes but uh, there were a lot of group the whole thing with college was there was a lot of group classes and stuff so I kind of stayed involved with the group classes and that was the main thing was just the group communication in business school more than anything um, teachers in classes they would say alright you guys gotta get in a group for the semester we're going to stick you with these three or four people and I remember a lot of the people that I was with and connecting with them and it really that was really the main thing was like who did you connect with in your classes and um, that's what really brought you through if you were with the right group you would pass the class if you were with the wrong group I failed classes certain, certain classes not too many classes I didn't fail I failed a couple classes the main classes I failed in college were actually uh, language classes. I took German twice. I took German one, and I failed that both times because the German classes were tough. I took a Russian class, and I passed it with an A the first time. And I didn't – here's the thing. I worked so hard in my German classes. I worked my asses off, especially in Deutsch. Ich spreche Deutsch nicht gut. Ich bin – ich bin Chadwick auf – Westchester, Pennsylvania, Universität. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. The German classes were tough, and, the, and it just all has to do with the teacher. Just like in life with anything, it has to do with the person that you're, that you're learning from. Uh, whether it be right now, I'm learning from a lot of people that I don't know from books. Um, you know, it really, it really does have to do with the teacher in college or in high school or any any school in general. Whether you're gonna pass or not, and whether you're gonna do good in the class or not, is has to do with the teacher in terms of your grade. But in terms of learning, what you can learn, I feel personally, <coughs> uh, how I learn is differently than others, and how I, how I, how I acknowledge college to be is different than others. But how I personally acknowledge college to be is that uh, communication is the most important. There. Uh, community is the most important thing in college to me is just that was the main thing so I also did other things you know I was talking about how I did rock climbing how I did ultimate frisbee those were two things that I did at Westchester University that really helped me out in, in community and uh, helped me socially but I was also the leader of the Gaga team or the, it's called the the Israel Gaga team which my friend or my who I'm still connected to, somebody, uh, Mitch, I won't say his last name, Mitch, <coughs> was the creator of this team called the Gaga Team, and I was one of the head head people, the the uh, command, or somebody who was a leader in that team, and we, we were able to create this, this club that was like um, a dodgeball club, and it was really interesting because I had never played it before, but you get into this little ring and you throw this ball at each other, uh, you threw this like 
this ball that's a it's like a foam ball and you kind of like are in this ring and you it's like dodgeball but you're all running around and you throw at each other's legs and whoever gets out first gets out first and that was something else that I was connected to as a big part of my I'm really thankful to have been a part of that thank you Mitch um <clears throat> something else I was connected to I did a lot of soccer I actually played soccer too out and there's indoor soccer at the gym that I was talking about uh, at the Westchester University gym they had a indoor soccer rink and it was kind of this collective of people that got together recreationally it wasn't really necessarily a team it was just like hey guys we're playing soccer tonight come through on the Facebook page they would they would say and I would I would pay attention to the Facebook page because in in college it was around 2015 2015 was when I graduated but before that it was like 2000 12 2013 when I got into Westchester University 2013 I think it was and and that was Facebook was the thing then to stay communicated everybody who wanted to stay communicated whether it was in my classes or or in uh, the sports and, and in general the way we stay communicated was through Facebook groups and Facebook chats and uh, so the soccer thing was they would say that somebody would make a post, you know, we're playing soccer tonight, come through, and I would go through and we would play soccer. And that was another way that I was really a, I was a fit person, but I was also somebody who would go to parties and drink. So it was, I had a lot of fun in college. It was, it was great. I, I was able to really learn how to be social with other people. And I'm doing this podcast now. I would say my social ability has changed a bit since college. I, I you know, in college, the opportunity is there. That's why you pay to go to college is because, in my opinion, the opportunity to connect with people is there that's not there when you get out of college. It's not as much there anymore. And, you know, you, you have to join – you can join clubs and stuff outside of college. But when you're in college, there's, there's just so much opportunity to connect everywhere with everybody on every, every aspect of things. And – I got into this whole conversation because, you know, they're forcing people to take the the vaccine experimental trial now just to be in college. And, I, you know, where I'm at right now, I'm fortunate enough to be educated to the point where I would have said, you know, college isn't worth it to be in it. If I have to take this experimental trial, I would have dropped out being if I had enough knowledge now. Maybe back then I would have just taken it, the experimental trial vaccine that exists for, for this corona China virus because I would have been more like, so I would have been younger and stupider like the, a lot of these people who are taking it are to this day, whereas now I'm more educated and I know that, uh, you know, it's the government's lied to people so many times in the past on so many different things. Just for example, um... The alcohol was banned at one point, and they were our own government was pouring these chemicals into alcohol, which you can look into if you don't believe me. Just and it was killing our government was killing people by because people still were drinking. It was just so stupid. Our government, I I don't trust the government. I don't trust our current government, especially with Biden. I trust the only government I ever trusted was with Trump. Trump is my Trump is somebody that I believe in. Trump. Uh, Donald J. Trump is my is my president to this day. I still believe he's in charge. And, you know, this whole podcast is pretty long. I hope you all enjoyed this one because I really feel like this is one of my best podcasts out of many that I've made in the past. And I'm going to have really good ones in the future. Um, 
I really gave a lot out tonight that was very valuable in terms of something that you can connect with too. I think a lot of you can connect with what I've said tonight in more ways than the other podcasts that I've made in the past and that this is going to be the one that really sets my path going forward in a lot of ways that this this future of podcasting, can, uh, you know, I should have put this on video. I actually have this just on audio, but damn, fuck, shit. All right, hope you enjoyed this. This is Chadwick Eisman, so now I'm on my main places being gab.com slash Chadwick Eisman. Bitshoot.com is not so much where I go anymore. I'm also mainly bitch, gab.com, rumble.com, minds.com, LinkedIn. I use a bit of Instagram, uh, Twitter. You know, it's that's a different place for me. I don't post my own original content. Twitter is the one place that really separates me is because from the other social medias is because I do a lot of reposting there. And it's more so places where you can find what I listen to other people on rather than my own content, which is a very different spot. So if you follow me on Twitter before I get banned there, which might happen because I'm getting banned on a lot of these Silicon Valley places. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast tonight on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple. You know, I use Anchor and that sends it out to all the different places. But I also have it recorded on my phone, so I'm planning to upload this specific podcast to hopefully someplace else. I don't know. It's a lot of it's a whole hassle to upload this to all these different places. And what I'm doing with life and my whole content creation and sharing this with everybody out in the world out there. I hope you all are connecting with me, but I'm having a struggle with where I'm putting this because certain places are shadow banning me and not allowing me to share it where I'm not getting enough enough clout, enough enough people listening that are outside of my normal uh, <clears throat> my normal uh, crew of people, my main crew. I'm trying to get this out to the people who are outside of my main crew and that's the problem is because I'm being censored and, and shadow banned on these other platforms. So, hope you enjoyed Chadwick Eisman on July 2021 and going to see where my future heads with this whole podcasting thing and content creation in general. I am a content creator. I'd like to think of myself as the real news channel for you. Hashtag real news rather than fake news. See you all soon.